Welcome to Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast. I am your one of your hosts, Mary C. Hartfield. And, and I, oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying and. <laughs> and I'm your other co-host, Rebecca Thomas, more than a life coach and the energy architect. What's up, Mary? How are you? I'm a little tired, but nothing bad. I just uh, stayed up late enjoying some time with my son last night. So no complaints about that. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I'm doing good. I'm, you know, I'm in a transition about to, Mm -hmm. you know, head out of the state for about a month and a half, but it's all good. Okay. (laughs) What are we talking about today? Uh, today we are talking about the stories we tell ourselves. Oh, that's good. Right. (laughs) I think that can probably hit a nerve for everybody that's listening. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I know it's definitely something I talk to my clients about a lot because we can definitely get in our heads about, about things. And sometimes we forget to stop and kind of do our own discovery process with ourselves and say, is this true? Like, what's the evidence? What is the story I'm telling myself by whatever, you know, wherever you're investing your time and energy and just using that to, to scale back and find out what that story is. So you can either unpack it or shift it or reframe it or whatever else you need to do. So yeah, that's good. When I was um, last night, I had a session with a new client. So I asked my pre questionnaire and, you know, I was, you know, one of them is about, you know, are you living the life you want to live right now? Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, oh yeah. Da, da, da. I was like, is that by your choosing? Uh-huh. Then the whole story changed. Uh-huh. You know, is that by your choosing that you're living that life or did you choose your life for yourself? You know, and people don't right. understand that. I think that's part of, we talk about the stories you tell ourselves. We say, oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But are you really doing good? And is yeah. it by your choice that you're doing good or bad? Right. And what, what does good even mean? Like, you know, that can be such a default response so often, especially you know, people ask us how we're doing and and we definitely like you and I, we have our people that we can share vulnerably or transparently with and say, this is how I'm actually doing. But then there are times and places where either the other people that might be too much for them, or maybe they don't deserve that piece of you or whatever it is. So constantly having to figure out like, okay, who's the person I say this to and who's the person I say this to can help you keep in that default story. So realizing like, is it a blind spot? Is it a default story? Is it an intentional story? Like you were talking about with your clients. So yeah. Yeah. And and I think, you know, and that's so important, you know, to have those, you know, I'm, you know, and I know that um, next week we're going to talk about this, about being you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not being someone else, but part of that, when you tell your story is to make sure you're totally authentic in the story that you're telling mm-hmm. that it's yours and you're living out. I know a lot with, um, everything going on with social media and everything, you know, a lot of people are telling stories that are not truly theirs mm-hmm. because when you pull back the screen, pull back the curtain, you're like, okay, it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Remember that? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, this big, huge, loud voice. And you pull that screen, this really short person is projecting mm-hmm. their self out. And I think a lot of times is that 
we're telling this story of who we may want to become or who mm -hmm. we want to be, but yet it's not the true story of who we are, but yet we don't want to do the work in order to get that story to be true. And it's funny that you like put it in that way and, and provided that whole, like a way to relate to it, like with the Wizard of Oz, because when we talk about things, and I was literally just having this conversation with somebody, it's the consistency and the actions that speak louder than, than words and stories are words. So when you think of it that way, okay, maybe the dialogue is this, but what, what's the constant outcome? What are the actions? Because that's actually what your story is. Right, right. And being able to recognize, okay, are these things aligned? Is this what I want? Or do I want to change that somehow? And what does it even look like? Because I know for, for me, like blind spots, everybody's got them, but it's very interesting when you stumble on your own blind spots, because that's a place where you just don't even recognize. Like recently in the past couple of weeks, I've really recognized that in certain areas of my life, I've been giving my power away. Mm -hmm. not intentionally. And I'm definitely who's somebody all day, every day who talks and still goes through the motions of walking in my power, but you're still going to have those certain things that you do give your power away. So once you recognize that, or if somebody gives you that feedback or, or even just kind of challenges you or holds you accountable, just being able to sit with that and say, is what's the truth here? Right. Right. And, and I think part of it is too, that, um, you know, I was just talking with someone and, you know, you, during this pandemic, um, a lot of our stories have changed, mm -hmm. you know, the people that are playing, you know, when you have a story, there's characters, mm -hmm. you know, those characters are changing and then how they're reacting and what do they look like are changing. But yet I was telling her, you have to choose what you want your story to be. Mm -hmm. You have the right to choose that. You don't have to allow anyone to tell you what you have to put up with or what your story should be. And I think a lot of times um, because we're comfortable, we're giving our power away. Like you talked mm -hmm. about, you know, you know, it's, it's the same as when you say yes, when actually you need to say a no. Mm hmm. You know, it's like me getting ready to go. Usually I'm this person, I have this checklist. I'm making sure everything checklist. I'm packed weeks ahead of time. You know, I've been packing. You know, I just, you know, I've got everything planned out. I'm ready to go. But it was so intense. Mm -hmm. With this time, you know, you know, I had some things that happened and I just let it go and I let everything just happen. I'm not right. stressing out. Right. You know, I'm just letting it happen because you know, I can control, I can be in control, totally in control, but yet what's the comfortability in that space? Right. You know, and so I, you have to think about that. Right. And even when you say comfortable, I think it's probably really important for everybody to understand what we mean when we say comfortable, because like comfortable doesn't mean like this feels good or this feels right. Comfortable is more of like that going back to that default, like the habits that are just in place and it's what you're used to instead yeah. of stepping into those things that are a little more challenging, a little more uncomfortable and being able to find growth and purpose and all of those things in that space. So, yeah, that's good. Um, you know, and a lot of that is, you know, when you talk about telling your story, it comes down to the words you tell yourself, mm -hmm. you know, and I know that we, um, I think, I don't know, 
it was the last one a week before we talk about words met this week i think mm -hmm. or last week <laughs> talking about <laughs> words that matter you mm -hmm. know that i am statements that you do to tell well that's part of your story too what are you telling yourself in that story mm -hmm. and those words matter you know it's just like you can have a story when everyone say how you doing Mm -hmm. that um like today how i said how you doing and you said you know i'm tired but i'm okay you know mm -hmm. i have that joy i'm still you know so the story you tell yeah i may feel this certain way but yet i'm gonna have this in my life right now so mm -hmm. you're choosing to tell that story and not the negative part of it right. that i'm down because all this is going on you choose to say nope this is a joy and i'm gonna this is what i'm going to have absolutely so um, it's funny because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking through how I walk my clients through realizing a story and then shifting a story. But that brought me back to how I started discovering what my own stories were. And that was way, you know, probably 10, 15 years ago. And I was not a mentally or emotionally healthy person back then. And I was also very codependent. I was also like ultra independent, um, which is something that you develop because of trauma, but I was also an oldest child. So mm -hmm. that all the things that come with that. And it was interesting because I remember I had started like trying to shift my dating patterns so I could have healthier relationships. And in doing that, started realizing that the stories that I was telling myself 80% of the time were so far from the truth that it wasn't even funny. So that's where I got really uncomfortable and really vulnerable and just started asking for clarification. And then also was able to not just do that, but eventually also be able to be vulnerable enough to say, this is the story I'm telling myself mm -hmm. with someone in a certain situation, because I would tell myself all these stories and then you tailspin into that. And then you're in isolation because there's shame or guilt, or you're judging yourself, or you're afraid somebody else is going to judge you. So how do you get out of that? Well, right. you don't really, but you also stay in the same patterns too. So I just started assuming that I had no idea what anybody was ever thinking and just started asking. <laughs> Right, right. And, and what you said is, you said about the vulnerability, I felt. But yeah, mm -hmm. in, in order us to have um, the life that we want and be able to mm -hmm. tell the story that we want people to have, you have to be vulnerable at times. Mm -hmm. Because part of that is, you know, going in is so important. You know, mm -hmm. like you did, you said, wait a minute, I'm telling myself one story, but it's falsehood, you know, because... Uh -huh. You know, people, the outside, we can dress up the outside any way we want. Truth. <laughs> you know, any way we want. We can throw, I mean, think about when some people, you see these actresses and people that are famous, they take the makeoff. off. You're like, whoop. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. You know, where you've been knocking yourself about how you look and you're like, oh, I look better than without makeup, mm -hmm. you know, but it doesn't matter. It's kind of, you can dress up all the outside, you know, telling the one story that everybody see, but what's really important is the internal side, you mm -hmm. know, what is actually going on and what is your true story? And the thing about it is you can change it. Mm -hmm. It's a choice at any you know, time. It's a choice at any time. And some people don't even realize that it's a choice to change your story. It's just like a husband and wife, if they're having problems, you know, of course you make the choice to go to counseling or whatever, but if that doesn't work, you know, mm -hmm. you make a choice to say in that marriage, that's healthy or unhealthy. It's your choice. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and those are choices that people have to make in order to tell the right story. Or you send down and, you know, of course, journaling, you know, mm-hmm. like the journal and really saying, you know, this is, you know, when people say, where do you, you know, when I ask my client, where do you want to be in five years? What's the life you want to have in five years? Mm-hmm. And everyone pauses. It's like, okay, so you don't know. You're just going uh-huh. about life. You know, but it's up to you. You need to know that because then your actions have to line up with the stories that you want and the things that you do have to start aligning. Right. Your words have to start lining up with that. Yeah. And going back to something you said a minute ago too, like during that same time, I was discovering a lot about myself. The other thing that really like became a mantra for me was basically validating that I deserved the things that I wanted in my life Mm -hmm. for myself, because I think especially as women, we get so used to like second guessing or being gaslit or trying to compensate, you know, make sure that everybody else is taken care of that we'll put ourselves on the back burner. But if we don't make ourselves important, most of the time, nobody else is going to either. So I really developed this mantra that was like, I have to spend every day of the rest of my life with me Mm -hmm. So if I start looking at it that way, what does it take for me to be happy or content or full of purpose and things like that? And then started working from it that way, instead of telling myself, like, I wasn't significant enough for some, some reason, or I didn't have enough value for other people to support what it was that I was trying to accomplish for myself. Right. That's good. I like to that. I deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, you know, just like the I am words, I deserve it. Uh-huh. You know, I deserve to be treated the way I want to be treated. You know, mm-hmm. I deserve that. And a lot of times we don't say that to ourselves. We think part of our story has to be mistreatment. Mm-hmm. Abuse. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so, you know, so many things of it where I deserve to be treated right. Mm-hmm. You know, I deserve to have this. I deserve to go on the vacation I want to go on. Right. You know, so a part of that is just telling your story is just, you know, changing up your stories. Yep. You know, it's just like we watch Netflix and all that all the time. We too can write our own story, just like those individuals write the stories. We can write our own story. And, you know, and I know both of us, part of our empowerment to women, you know, our focus majorly is on women, but we're trying to empower them to write the story that you want to have. And I think it's so important too, because really my story here and what, how I carry myself affects generations to come. Absolutely. You know, so this is legacy. Yep. You know, so those stories are so important that we're telling the right thing. Yep. There's this other piece I, I heard, I think it was last year in the summertime and it was, it really stopped me in the, in my tracks when I heard it because it was so true, but this author that I love, she was talking about the fact that, like you mentioned a few minutes ago, at any time, any second, we can absolutely change our story, change our actions, whatever that looks like. And one of the biggest reasons that we get caught up there is because sometimes, believe me, some of those, those shifts are definitely scary and overwhelming and all of the things definitely unfamiliar. But on top of that, Sometimes it really is as easy as not trying to understand it and just taking new action or telling yourself a new story. And the power in that can even be scary sometimes because so much could change if you just did something different 
but that's still scary. So really being able to recognize how much power there is and just doing something different, starting right now and not trying to understand and overthink and seeing right. how much your life could actually change. Yeah. It's kind of pivoting. You, mm-hmm. know, you know, you think about, um, I saw this analogy. I was listening to a sermon about, you know, when a basketball player pivots, uh-huh. it can change all the way things happen, you know, yep. so it's part of it in our life that we just got to pivot. You know, I, I guess my last words would be, you know, if you're, if you have not created the story that you want in your life, you have not created, mm-hmm. you can pivot. Mm-hmm. You know, you can change all of that. And part of it is you got to do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't want to do the work, part of it to do the work. Um, of course, I always promote getting a coach. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, you know, do the work. Yeah. What's your last thoughts, maybe for we? I would yeah. say my biggest things were just would be to start with getting curious about what stories you're telling yourself mm-hmm. and then to plug into where the evidence of that is. So are you looking for evidence of a, of a negative story or are you looking for evidence of a positive story and then finding more evidence of that positive <coughs> piece because that's really what it takes for your brain to get used to and trust that that's actually fact is just finding more evidence. So plug into places and people and connections and opportunities that align with the positive story that you want. Right. That's good. Yep. Your words and actions make a difference. Yeah. So everyone, thank you for joining the conversation with us once again. Um, we, you know, we drop once a week, usually on Wednesday, unless I have technical difficulties. <laughs> so they happen very often. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, join us on Facebook at Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast um, and leave us comments and tell us what you like and, um, also, what do you want us to talk about? Yep. So. See you guys next week. Yep. Thank talk to you. everybody soon.